Spanning 47 years, 11 live-action movies, 7 directors, and multiple TV shows, the Star Wars galaxy is seemingly immortal and incredibly rich in its world-building and storytelling. In my opinion, however, the crowning achievement of this culture-altering conglomerate is The Mandalorian. Every movie and every series has its flaws and beautiful moments, and the Star Wars series is no exception to this. The gaping holes in Obi-Wan's memories of his own droids, Leia having memories of her mother despite Padme dying immediately after she gave birth, and the ever-changing list of Force abilities and rules for the Jedi, the Sith, and the Mandalorians are just a few. The truth is, I am more and more disillusioned by the original trilogy and the entire series as a whole. It should come as no surprise that I find myself unimpressed and wanting more with movies 7, 8, and 9. And I enjoy the prequel trilogy mostly because of an incredible cast, Padme and Anakin notwithstanding, the awesome lightsaber fights and space battles, and Ewan McGregor memeing himself across the stars. Hello there! Now, I understand the power of nostalgia, and I grew up alongside the prequels, and I know that that skews my perception, but more to the point. I can forgive every error in the originals, their re-releases, and the prequels, and I can even be happy for the egregious errors made in 7, 8, and 9, because the galaxy far, far away is finally close enough to be a part of. Bounty hunting is a complicated profession. Don't you agree? In the originals, audiences were astounded by the special effects, imaginative creatures and planets, and occasionally the characters. In the prequels, we loved seeing the Jedi at the height of their power, and watching two armies clash against each other. This is the way. In the Ray Palpatine series, we liked having a diverse cast and a, a female lead, maybe Kylo Ren's lightsaber. Uh, honestly, I can't think of anything else. Um, anyway, the characters in all the movies are always incredibly defined. Luke wants to prove himself and live a life of adventure. Leia wants peace. Han wants freedom. Obi-Wan is a seeker of truth. Anakin desires love above everything else. Rey desperately needs to know who she is. Finn wants to put an end to child abduction and genocide. Kylo wants to prove himself as worthy of the mantle of his name. All of these characters are understandable, but stuck in the rigidity of their character arcs. The Mandalorian, though, he is different. As a character, Mando, or Din Djarin, relies on his rigidity. He lives by a strict code and seeks solace and comfort in his creed and tradition. However, he also wants to be healed, even if he doesn't understand that about himself. And to be healed, he has to overcome his past traumas and present enemies. To be healed, he has to break out of his rigid beliefs and way of life, and then let himself be formed into something new. Something wholly good. This is the way. From the first episode to the last, Mando finds himself in situations where he needs to commit to a course of action that goes against some part of who he is and how he normally chooses to live his life. He is a hero who is constantly set to the fires of the forge and then formed into something new. Something better. Why does this make him the best protagonist in the Star Wars series? Why over the course of eight episodes do we continue to see Mando as a child in a single flashback? And why, 
Within five hours and 23 minutes of season one, do we see Din's face for only 20 seconds. I believe it is because the Star Wars universe needed a hero whose shoes we could all fit into, whose helmet we could all don, and then collectively hide behind. All of us can identify with being an outsider. All of us wear masks in front of other people. We are all used to being looked down upon, or with being held up to an impossible standard by people we know and by people we don't, judged for the way we look. What's incredible is both the character The Mandalorian and the show The Mandalorian are in this position, both in front of and behind the camera. Everyone in the show has heard rumors about Mando. They know rumors of the Jedi and the Mandalorians. Mando's helm and armor make entire rooms of people stop cold in their tracks. Everyone is keeping an eye on him wherever he goes to see if the rumors are true. Everyone watching the show compares the Mandalorian character, Din Djarin, to Jango and Boba Fett, and to the Mandalorians from the TV shows and non-canon books. And we're all also comparing nearly 50 years of filmmaking, stories, and characters we've loved and hated to this, the first live-action Star Wars show. I have never hunted a bounty. I don't know what the recoil of an Ambin Phase Pulse Sniper Blaster feels like. And I don't know what the weightlessness of space would do to me. But I do know what it's like to judge and to be judged. We all do. Psychologists say it can take less than a tenth of a second to make a first impression, and it takes five minutes of conversation to overcome a bad handshake. We make judgments and presumptions within moments of seeing or meeting someone. Others do it to us, and we do it to them. Maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like the Mandalorian exists to show us that we have a place in the Star Wars universe, because despite being far, far away and long ago, it's a story about humans and human issues. It's a story about a man who, behind the weapons and skills, beneath the creed and under the Beskar, he is just a scared child. He is the same scared child he was back on the day he was found. That's why we keep seeing those flashbacks. I don't know if everyone has experienced trauma. I hope that some of you are free from it. But we all live under the weight of our pasts. We all have memories arise in us unbidden as we try our best to get through each day. I'll speak for myself for a moment and say that some days I put on the helmet that people know me by and adopt the creed that they expect of me, despite the fact that the sad, scared little boy is hiding just underneath. I guess it could be just me, but I'm willing to bet some of you out there have more in common with Mando, with the Mandalorian, than maybe you first thought. My advice to you, and to myself, is to be who you are. Be the person you were made to be. Let down your guard, and let people see who you truly are. I'm not saying you should leave yourself defenseless or telling you to break your creed, but maybe it's time for the flashbacks to end. Maybe it's time for you to take a long, hard look at the present so that you can prepare for the future. Undoubtedly, the you who you have been pretending to be and the you that you have been all along have morphed together some. 
So now maybe it's time for the real you, the you under the armor, to acknowledge how you've changed, to accept who you are, and to proudly say, this is the way. This is the way. I'm Peter Jordahl. Thanks for listening to Praying for Superpowers.